Hey there, I'm Scott and welcome to Topical Punch, the show where my co-hosts Anna Russell and I pick topics out of the punch bowl and have a chat. Each week we bring a new theme to the show so you can expect a different discussion every episode. Be sure to follow us on our socials and rate and review the show. All of our links are in the show notes. And if you want to be part of the discussion, reach out to us with any themes or topics you'd like us to cover. Now let's dive into this episode of the Topical Punch podcast. Hi, Mark. Oh, Mark actually backed you up. Oh, yeah. What? The... He, was like, he was like, you never heard the ears lowered bullshit? I'm like, never in my life. Mark's like, <laughs> Mark's like, dude, that's like, he said it today. He's like, that's like, that's common, dude. And then, and then a dude came in and was like, hey, mate, you've got any skid lids? What? And I look at him. I'm like, what? Skid lids. Sorry, mate. You're going to have to elaborate a little bit. <laughs> Helmets. I go, oh, like, <laughs> like hard hats. He's like, yeah, yeah, skid lids. I'm like, just down, the, just down there. You know what I thought? What the fuck? You know what man? that sounds like to me? Skid lids, a cup for your junk. That's Is fair. That, that's that's what I would have thought. I don't know what I thought it was. I'll be honest. I thought it was like or a, knee pads. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was oh, thinking yeah. like. Protected knee pads, padding, you know, for a lot of electricians that are always on their knees or whatever the fuck. That's you know? like, um, that's, there are some like bogan or Aussie slang that like people will say and I, it literally goes in one ear and out the other. Oh. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like someone said that I was a spanner. I was like, what does that mean? They're like, you're a spanner. I was like, huh? What? Like, what? Do you mean like what is a spanner? How I do request you... elaborate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like not even like I know what a spanner is, but like I don't know what it means when you're calling someone else a spanner. Spastic. Oh, I thought it's just calling you a tool. Yeah, as in like, yeah, that's like I don't know what's worse actually. I went to just idiot. You know, you know how like Gordon Ramsay would be like, "You fucking banana," and you're like, "Well, that means I'm absolutely yeah." Well, like the, mentally that's, that's what I would have thought too. But yeah. like this person, whoever did, like they described it to me, like. I'm unhinged, apparently. I was like, <laughs> but I do they deliver that's... it? Like, that's the thing. Gordon Ramsay would deliver it and you'll know. He'll yeah. call you like, you excellent student. And you'll be like, huh. Like, you'll take it negatively. But like, they say it in the context of where like, you could take it negatively. It's like talking to a dog. You go, you're a fucking little piece of shit. And they go, oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. yes I love you. <laughs> Just the tone you say it. Uh, welcome <laughs> to Topical Punch. Um, we... I don't know if are we going to announce at top. Nah, do you reckon? I'll do it at the end. I reckon we got a special announcement for you at the end. So listen to the full episode. Listen to the yeah. full episode. Oh, it could be in the middle. It could be in the middle. So listen to the full episode. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, it could be in the middle. It yeah, could be yeah. at the forty-five minute mark. You never know. Could be five minutes from now. <laughs> Please listen to the full episode. All right. Uh, today's topic is comedy. We left it very broad, um, and it's open to whoever's interpretation of comedy. Uh, Russ. Would you like to go I first? I would love to. Don't knock over the camera. Uh, <laughs> you guys also missed pandemonium before. There yeah. was a glass that got smashed, water everywhere, nearly fried everything here. It was Anna O's uh, got a PC. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. Um, For the record, I wasn't the one who was a dickhead to put a glass on the table when we were setting up cameras. We're also 43 episodes in and over half of them, there's been uh, a glass <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't the one who said, let's move the whole set over. <laughs> no, pretty, 
I'm pretty sure you were heavily implied. Basically, Russell needs to bring a bottle, not a fuck. We're not giving I him any a more glass. Week and I still got a glass. I was like, okay. Yeah, so you should have said no bottle. to the glass then. But I like a glass. I was like, okay. What's Why what? is someone going to be like, nah, fuck your niceness. Go away with that glass. Anyway, <laughs> Russ, what's the first topic? So, non-related topic, or maybe related. Uh, do you have a favorite stand-up special? A nice and easy one. Um... I think it's a tie for me. My my comedy specials that I enjoy are like very specific people and like variations of their comedy specials. Not like I like tw- twenty different comedians. It's mm. a tie between Donald Glover's. Is it weirdo? Yeah, it's man. weirdo. That's yeah. a really yeah. solid stand. It's a tie between that and then uh, one of my favorite comedians, Russell Peters. Yep, you heard of him? Yeah. Yep. And then it's it's like one of his like really really popular like major like mid two thousands ones. Because like in that one, it's like nostalgic for me. It talks about like race and like jokes about like immigrant growing immigrants growing up. Yeah. But then I have to choose between that and then Donald. Like it's Donald Glover. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's. Mm-hmm. If you've seen it, you'll know exactly what I mean. It is like it's such a like harmless comedy stand-up, yet executed exceptionally perfectly. I mean, it's just because yeah. it's Donald Glover, man. I love that. It was. It's. It captured that era of comedy so well too. Like you could get away with rhyming a certain word with piglet in <laughs> in in the special like that around the time. If you tried that now, I don't know. Oh, actually, no, fuck it. If if you're of that color, you probably could still get away <laughs> with it, right? But um mine is and hands down, without a shadow of a doubt, is Eddie Murphy's Delirious. Oh, I still have so seen that. good. My so God. good. I watched it a couple of years ago. It's it's hands incredible. Down, so good. Um Set aside like an hour. I'm pretty sure you and I watched it together. Yeah, I will. It'll cycle through my watch list once every few years, Um, and I think I'm due because it's just so good. Such a again, such an era piece. Like you hear some jokes and you're like, holy shit! (laughs) You can't get away with saying that particular f word as many times as you are, sir. Today, (laughs) you know, and I just I don't know. It was it was the first. It was the first stand-up I actually, like, took home on a DVD and watched. Mm. You know, my mate was like, you have to watch this. And I was like, all right, thanks, thank you. Sat down on my, like, laptop at the time, put the disc in, <laughs> and just watched it for, like, it's, it's like an hour. Most, most specials are, but I w- just could not stop laughing from beginning to end, and mainly because the jokes were so outrageous. Mm. Um, but it was just such a um, such a good... You really have to watch it. No, definitely. That list. and Raw, which is the follow-up uh, it's, yeah, one. Yeah, I've, that I've definitely heard about. Raw's really good. Wait, which one? It, it's That's not the one with him wearing the red I'm pretty sure Raw is him in the red. red yeah. And I think Delirious <laughs> is him in, I, I think it's of like a like a blue, like an outrageous blue. They're all very eccentric, all the, like the early day Eddie Murphy stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, he's even eccentric in his comedy. Like if you've seen... Uh, Any of his movies, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you've seen... um. <laughs> What's that fucking movie where he dresses up as all the fat people? Oh, um, <laughs> the Nutty oh, Professor. Nut- is it Nutty Professor? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it the is. Nutty yeah, yeah. Professor. And then the other right. one is Norbert. So it's the other way around. So Delirious is him in, in the red. The red. Yeah. And yeah. He's Gosh, in the. Gosh, this God, is eighties, so isn't it? It's perfect, yeah. man. It like just perfectly so represents that time. His outfit, even just his like overall swagger, like how yeah. he's just walking up on stage, like. You can't walk around like that He's anymore. He's also in one of my favorite movies. <laughs> he can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Coming to America is great. Oh, I haven't dude. seen the second one yet. Yeah. I need to see the second one. Man, you, I kind of forget how like 
quintessential he was in 90s movies and even like early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah. The voice of fucking Donkey, man. He like, was, holy not crap. just that, he was in The Nutty Professor 1. His love interest was Jada Pinkett Smith. And in Nutty Professor 2, his love interest was Janet Jackson. So oh, he dude. got to kiss both <laughs> Janet Jackson and Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, I bet you he wishes he got with one and not the other. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, for you're... me, mine, I've got two, and they're relatively recent. Ricky Gervais's hum- Humanity. Oh, beautiful. That was like. Beautiful. Because I love Ricky Gervais in general. Like, he's just hilarious. And I watch a lot of the show, like reality shows he's done, and The Office UK, of course. Um, but that one was just unfiltered. Humanity brilliance. was great. Like, that, was, that was on the cusp of being like. After Is he, he allowed got, to say that? That, yeah. was, that was after he hosted the Oscars and people literally were hanging on him. Yeah, that's were, true. Like he would have got, if it was olden times, he would have gotten stoned in the streets. 100%. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, or, depending. Depending <laughs> where he was in the world. He yeah. might have been held up over people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other one is Chris Tucker Live. Yes. Oh, okay, wow. Well, that Chris was 20, 2015, 2014. Yeah, I, I remember yeah, but he Damn. like it's recycled material, but it, like it's good. Him it was, refreshing like, it, sort yeah. Of thing, well, because he hadn't done stand up for so long, yeah. And then they were like, "Let's do this, like let's let's get back to it." And he's Fuck still yeah. just so funny. Probably yeah. one of my favorite comedians. Nice, love Chris Tucker. I'm gonna throw a, an Aussie oddball out there. Fucking, how did we miss Carl Barron? I literally that was in my mind. I was like, <laughs> I was just about to say, like, what were your thoughts on Carl Barron? How could we miss such a fucking legend? I got gifted. His DVD and it's it's the DVD like the, you you will know exactly which it's his face on it like, yeah it's just a face on it I mean it's like white background yeah, classic perfect I gifted it from a friend from my like fifteenth I was like this is an odd gift in retrospect one of the best freaking gifts I've ever I like till this day I still crack up laughing just because he's counting numbers in that set do you oh, remember dude, that I point love it ninety two. 162. Yeah. Five. <laughs> See just, what I mean? But he's it is so, so brilliant. He's just so like simply funny. funny like he incredible. is like that funny uncle. Like if I could liken him to anyone I know personally, it would be Scott's Uncle Russell. Uncle Russ. Even oh. like borderline appearance. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Russ. Both balls. <laughs> Sorry, mate. That's, that's like, yeah. Yeah, one-ended stick. I think that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, classic. That's right. He did like a box set of this caricature style and my mate um, Josh had it at the time and he let me borrow it and it was like three of his stand-ups. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. We're going to watch that. We're going to watch Hilarious. Yeah, dude, I'll pay whatever streaming platform for a month just to watch his shit. Like, I think he's on Stan. If he's on, oh yeah, well that makes sense. We gotta re- <laughs> we gotta resubscribe. Stop. All right, very quickly, can I just give a shout out to just old people and how fucking hilarious yeah. they are? Effortless, yeah, like yeah. effortlessly hilarious. Yeah. Right, two old customers coming to work. This is on the same day, right? We sell inspection cameras and they're the kind of style that, you know, similar to the ENT where he puts it up your nose and it goes down the back of your throat. This is for more like drainage, electrical piping, blockages, all that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff, right? Anyway, old guy comes in and talks to one of the boys and goes, do you guys sell uh, inspection cameras? And we're like, yes, of course. We're, you know, we sell tools, we sell cameras. And uh, very, very popular brand. We pick it off the shelf and we go, mate, this one, fantastic item. He goes, fantastic, I'll take it. How much is it? It's way too much. No, no worries at all. 
I'm going to save myself so much money. Oh, yeah, mate, why is that? These bloody doctors, they, they, they charge oh. you so much for just such a simple procedure. Oh, no. I'm going to stick this camera up my ass and see what's wrong with me myself. He's joking. <laughs> 100% conviction and seriousness in this man's voice, <laughs> face, demeanour, everything. And then he grabbed it and went, have a nice day, and walked out. And then the other boy came up to me and goes, did you hear any of that? <laughs> and then re- repeats it to me, and I immediately put it in my phone. I was like, that has to go on the show, 100%. Oh, my God. I think two hours later or two hours earlier, customer comes in looking for Loctite, which is like crazy powerful adhesive. It's like super glue times 11, yeah. right? Uh, it's made specifically for fusing pipes together, mainly. A lot of plastic to plastic stuff, right? Still stick the fuck out of your fingers together, right? So he goes, um, it's the same guy, apparently, due to this voice. Do you guys <laughs> have any uh, Loctite super glue? Yes, of course, man. We've got a whole fucking wall of it. Fantastic. Uh, what's the one best for plastic to plastic? This one right here, mate. Can I just ask what type of plastic you're bonding? Really <laughs> soft stuff. Really, really soft. Okay. But like, are we talking like- Two dildos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let your imagination run wild. You won't guess it. Right? Um, really soft plastic. Like almost like a paper bag. Like a plastic bag almost. Okay. It's just Loctite's usually used for fusing pipes and like other things. Can, can we just ask a little bit more information? Yes, um. Um, my colostomy bag has a tear I knew in it. it. <laughs> I was literally thinking it's not his fucking colostomy bag, is it? My colostomy <laughs> bag has the, a tear in the, it. It's uh, the stomach thing, the right? The shit yeah. bag. Oh. And then oh, immediately he don't... like, the guy who was looking after him looks down and goes, oh, and sort of takes a step back. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck's about to happen? He's going to shit himself. <laughs> he's going to fucking shit himself. Oh, poor thing. He should He should have just gotten medical tables or medical glue, not... Yeah, that stuff true. would be toxic. A hundred percent, it would be toxic. It would be like it would. First of all, it would smell just rancid. But yeah, anyway, um, that's all. That's oh all. Jesus! Yeah, just uh, old people, hilarious. Either oh. unfiltered, purposely funny, or just yeah. unbeknownst to them. Yeah. Anyway, love old people. Love I can't oldies. wait to be old and senile and just say the most like I just never thought care. i would hear anyone say that but okay Real, are you kidding me like <laughs> old and senile when you get when you get to <laughs> yeah. like when old you get, no like well, know, mind you there are certain things old people shouldn't say regardless of how old they are but like there's a certain age you get to where you can just get away with saying the most random shit and people won't 100%. say you can't say that like because you're old you've lived your life you yeah. have every right to judge or say whatever the fuck you want this motherfucker lived through a pandemic in his 20s he's fine he can say whatever he wants <laughs> two years of his life robbed anyway what is the best thing to come out of comedy that you think i like this one um i thought i would have a couple minutes to th- think about it but i don't uh i think the the best thing overall would be especially in modern times like these days you can just i mean especially if you're in the city you can just go down the road and see a comedy show um but i feel like it definitely is a hilarious way to get a good peek inside other cultures Mm -hmm. you know you get to see these like these hilarious like asian black and indian and and all these other this this vast variety of people talk about their struggles growing up talk about their you know some 
horrible things that had happened to them or some hilarious things that had happened to them, but you get to hear about it in a yeah. funny setting in kind of like a lighthearted, don't take it too seriously while yeah. still kind of getting information. I like the comics that will, you, you walk away from the show being like, he actually like kind of taught me something, Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. I actually learned something about that specific culture. Yeah. Um, like Ronnie, Ronnie Cheng, I think he is. Um, Yes. He's, he's one about Asian families and this whole Asian culture about weddings and all this other thing. Fucking so hilarious. Funny. But also very informative. Um, yeah. I think it's a very good way to open up your, like, view on other people's cultures mm. and other other races and, and other genders even. Like, even, even, you know, like female comics obviously now having a way better channel than they did maybe, you know, 20 yeah. years ago. Um, you get to hear about just diff- different people through a very kind of risk-free setting mm-hmm. if you're not too uh, soft, <laughs> <laughs> which some people have to learn to be a little yeah. harder, I think. But yeah. <laughs> I think I, who's the best thing about comedy to come out of comedy? Yeah. See, I took that at a more bigger level. Don't worry, I'm not going to get too ahead of myself. I think comedy allows us to just laugh, about, laugh at ourselves because I don't think we do that often enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people do it. Too often, but I think just being able to just not take everything seriously. Yeah, I think comedy in whether it's going to a show or just cracking jokes with your mate that you've just been longing to crack with, like just in these moments where you just get to have a bit of relief and just laugh at how stupid things are. Mm-hmm. It's something like oddly therapeutic, and people don't pay comedy enough credit for being therapeutic. No, I, I think, think it's no, paid pretty yeah, well. I think yeah, I mean, too. laughter is the best medicine. I mean, even like at laughing at the, the things that you shouldn't laugh. I think I'm more mean at like yourself, like things that you throughout the day, throughout the week, when something's happening in your life, you just don't feel like laughing at all. But like, just taking the opportunity to not take something seriously. I mm. think that's kind of the angle I'm going for. But yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I think honesty, like people just being brutally honest, but in a setting like much to how you've described Scott, like. People being honest about things that most, like if you had that conversation on the street, you'd probably get kicked like for saying shit like that, like to people, you know, like, but it gives you a chance to like, I guess, accept additional point of views that you're not really used to. Like we went and saw, um, where were we? The Comedy Lounge or something in Melbourne. We saw like, it was like a whole lineup of different comedians and like there was like this one woman, she was just like railing into like misogyny and like just calling men out and saying like, we women, we bleed like once a month for a week. So like we deserve to be held on a higher pedestal, pay us more, blah, blah, blah. And people were laughing, but like she was laughing with us, but it's also like quite serious. Like most people who bring up that shit, they're like, oh, she's a fucking feminist. She should shut the fuck up. Like, but like, it's true. Like Mm. that honesty, like we need more of it, even if it's in a, in a laughable setting like that transparency is really important. And I think that's what we see in a lot of like comedy specials. And then also you see comedians hosting award shows. And the reason why people get so offended and so like hateful towards comedians is because like they've been confronted with the opinion that is opposite to their own. But it's also not the right setting too. Yeah. yeah. Award shows, you're like, it was celebratory and all the rest of it. And then a fuck, and then Ricky Gervais comes out and says, take your fucking award and fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so like, whoa. But, like, no, but he also came out and said like, we all know that this shit's rigged. Like we all know that you guys paid for your awards. So like yeah. you might as well just line up and get your awards and go. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, that, but also I think comedy has opened up a door to like multiple 
multiple ways to get com- comedy and like that comedic relief that you need in your life. Like it used to just strictly be going to comedy shows and like seeing people live. And then it went to stadium tours and then it went to TV and movies. And now it's on podcasts. Like people can literally just find the, their probably favorite their comedian. favorite comedian yeah. and they probably have a podcast now. And it's like the best way to get closer to a comedian. And mm. I feel like you also relate more to them in a lot of ways. Like Chris D'Elia is like, perfect. he perfect is example. such a good example of like, someone who went to the top was brought down and is now like middle ground and so, so relatable, so honest, so truthful. And like, he cries on his podcast. He talks about therapy, like, but he's also like fucking hilarious, very offensive at times. Yeah. But just honestly, overall, like I would love to walk into a coffee shop and just like sit with him and just like have a normal conversation with him, you know, whereas like Eddie Murphy, I feel like he's still quite high up and he wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to have that one-on-one connection with him because you don't really – I mean, he's appeared in a lot of shows recently. Like Jerry Seinfeld had that like Comedians in Cars show and like the first episode was Eddie Murphy and they kind of talked about their oh, come up. Yeah. Have I you have seen to it? watch that. I have to sit oh my God, and it's so, watch that. It's so – Comedians in Cars, so good because Jerry – what's his name? Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld yeah. He collects cars and he's like super into cars and then they literally just drive around like Los Angeles. It's like, it's like and comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they go to these cafes and these really nice fucking cars. Yeah. And it's just this, it's like half an hour's worth of just your favorite comedian chatting with Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. And, and they do like video and they beautiful. show like, obviously they show like video montage and like mm-hmm. their come ups and all that kind of stuff. So super interesting. Highly recommend watching. Um, I loved it. Yeah. We, we got to watch it together. Definitely. Yeah. So YouTube, where is it on? It's on Netflix. I think it's Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, we circling back? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. My turn. Okay. What was something that you will go to hell for laughing at? <laughs> oh. Holy fuck. Dude, daily. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Um, <laughs> this is horrible. And sometimes I like, I feel bad, but. Kids when they get kicked or when they get hit. Yeah, I was when they're the first like, thing came to mind, honestly. <laughs> like this is one video where or like when they get startled, like the the other week I found a TikTok of a kid looking into a bedroom and her brother's oh, I love in the it. <laughs> Oh I love it. Oh she fucking locks it over this. <laughs> to get like her toys or whatever her brothers one of her brothers is in the wardrobe and he jumps out she screams and like falls to the ground and then as soon as she gets up the other brother that's recording laying on the bed she can see screams and she screams and she, <laughs> it looks like she'd been like taken down uh, by, yeah like, yeah. like I want someone to do that fucking yo you video like <laughs> as she falls twice I'm gonna put it here I literally like posted it on my story like I was laughing for probably 20 minutes. So I, I was like concerned for my I, health. So usually Anna will just burst out laughing and I'm, I'm usually like, cool, that's probably TikTok. Good 90% chance that's TikTok. And then it kept going. And I like closed the door. I'm like, all right. She's like, it's a good TikTok. And then it kept fucking going. And I'm like, do you need help? You need I was, a fucking ambulance I was or full on crying. I'm like laughing. Do you ever get those uh, laughing, like actual laughing fits? But it's for the stupidest reason. Like you will tell a very simple joke or something not even funny, but you'll just find it extremely funny. Oh, we and do you'll that keep all the time laughing. to each other. But the point where it actually hurts, but you just have to keep yeah. laughing. Yeah, yeah, Frick we do it, that it's all the time. Insane when that like, happens. He'll make me laugh, and then I'll get this like. There's a 
I get a tea kettle laugh. So like it just sounds like the whistling of a tea kettle. And then you laugh at your laugh. And then I laugh at my laugh. He's laughing at my laugh. The more he laughs, I laugh harder. It's just it constant <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, dude, I have to think about a PG one. So Russ, please. So we don't get <laughs> so we ourselves don't get cancelled. Yeah. No, I think it's on a similar vein to like the kids thing. I think there's something so like <laughs> For me specifically, even though I know they're kids, spoilt kids getting like, I don't know, tripping over, not getting what they want, or just something to do with them. Like, this sounds so bad. But I want to say it, suffering to some degree. <laughs> and, no, it sounds really bad. Like, yeah, kids suffering. Suck it, no, kid. But it's just kind of, there's something like, oddly, like, you have no idea. And this is why it's so funny because yeah. they just have so naive and it's no fault of their own. But it's just. <laughs> But it's just funny because I'm I don't just think like, you'll go to hell for laughing in that because then they none of us would fit in there because we all laugh at that yeah. shit. <laughs> hey kid, guess what? It gets so well, much worse. worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's like the reason why I think I'd go to hell for laughing at kids getting hurt or scared or whatever is because like they usually end up in tears or they get really angry like afterwards or if like. If it's a harmless one, like some kid like falls down the stairs and starts laughing, like that's not too bad. Oh no, actually, this is maybe like the, the, uh, maybe hell's too strong. I laugh at animals, but like specifically, like when a dog's like, have you seen that video of a dog choking on water? He's like walking out of, uh, out of a lake. Stop choking. He's just, he's fine. He's just regurgitating some of the water. He's like fluffed in because he's so fat and he's half drowning. He's like, and he's just like, it sounds like a dinosaur. And like, I sent that to some people. Half of them were just like fucking hilarious. And the other half was like, dude, poor dog. Do you know what I mean? Did you ever have those videos yeah, of yeah, something yeah. Yeah. divided on? That's why that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. I only send half the shit that I see that comes up on my feed to my brothers. A lot of the shit I don't even send to you because it's just too much. Yeah. Uh, well, I've seen some of your group chats where like they're sending like absolutely obscene shit that like should be illegal. To watch, yeah. And most guys would fun. laugh at it. I'm like. Yeah. That's not funny. Do you ever like most guys send like stuff that like a crude like nude like not nude but like that level like crude memes where yes. it's just like, but it's 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 funny. But you would never you would only send it to like a select amount of people because it's yeah. like yeah I'm not gonna describe what this particular video it is in mine. But like no there's, I'm gonna say it. there's you, some there's some real fucked shit. Have you seen the one where it's like you know the to um uh, Toy Story? It's a uh, Buzz and um Woody. It's like, look, Buzz, an alien. Have you heard? <laughs> you know <it>? yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so many people. It's it's one of those. If you know, you know. Oh, yeah, and I don't know. I'll show you afterwards. I I don't care if I get flagged from oh. fucking the FBI agent. It's hilarious. <laughs> look, Buzz, an alien. Look. <laughs> Jeez. So, so I'm gonna tell a joke. But uh -huh. I have to cut it out. So only you guys will hear it. Okay. If anyone is curious about knowing this joke, come find me and I'll tell it to you. <laughs> because it's not, it's it's NSFP. And I'll let you figure out what the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't like that one. I'm not going to say why I don't like it, but Okay. <laughs> That yeah, you're gonna next topic. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to cop in? Hundred percent. Uh, no, no, it's okay. I'll go off the laughter. It's fine. We'll be fine. Um, yeah, just. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> See, like I, that's probably the stuff I laugh at, honestly. But like, I couldn't even tell it on this podcast. Oh right? <laughs> uh, well, I think you're probably exempt. But you got to tell some a PG one. Tell us a joke now. Okay, cool. Oh, no, fuck, I, I have pressure. no idea. I got, I got, I got two. 
You got two prepared. Okay, I got two. Okay. One Who's of them. Is this? is this yours? One of them I had today. This is this is mine. I'm gonna have to double check. Okay, the joke I have. The second joke might be another reason why I'm going to hell, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. First joke is. So, once upon a time, my dick was in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, I lasted two minutes before the librarian kicked me out. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> See, I don't find that funny. <laughs> I find that fucking hilarious, personally. All right, the second one is a blind man walks into a pharmacy with his seeing eye dog, right? Oh, I've seen. And I've after, <laughs> after a little while of sort of stumbling around, he puts away his cane and just starts swinging the dog around his head. And the pharmacist runs up into the aisle and goes, mate, are you all right? And he goes, yeah, mate, yeah, no, I'm just looking around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I've got no yeah. good one, like, up my sleeve. Like, I do you, like, do you have a go-to joke to tell? That The, the blind man one is usually <laughs> that one. I have, you got to keep one up here, man. You got to keep one up here. I don't have That's an inside like joke that. for Cam if he ever watches this. But anyway. I yeah. don't, I, like, I think when you start telling jokes like that, like, that's when you're ready for fatherhood. Like, yep. you, you think the, the the blind dog swinging around the top of my head is what I'm going <laughs> to tell my two-year-old. Hey, kid, I know you really like the new dog we got you. Check out this joke. No. Anything that, like, is funny to me is, like, usually not skits, but, like, seeing people's reaction. Like, there's, like, this one girl on TikTok and her mum can't speak English very well. So, like, she can't say Ferrero Rocher. And oh, so every time yeah, she gives it. her mum a Ferrero Rocher, she goes, Ferrero Rocher. She should I? Ferrey, Like, it sounds like Simlish, and I piss myself laughing at it because my mum would be exactly this, like, relatable shit. Like, my mum would be exactly the same. Like, I don't okay. have any jokes that I'd laugh at. Though. I, yeah, don't, no. I don't think I do jokes anymore. I think I do videos. Like, I have to express my humor by showing a yeah, video. I yeah, can't, I don't the same. do jokes as much anymore. <laughs> What's the show? So, What's it's, um, it's next topic. Next next topic is show me a video that sums up your sense of humor, <laughs> and like this is this is pretty much oh it for God. me. We're gonna probably have to cut this a little bit, but that's okay. Do not come. Do not come. I'm gonna come. Wait, is that actually like legit? Is that not edited? Isn't that that is? No, 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 no. So, so, okay. So, insert Donald Trump come meme here, right? So, I think it's definitely, it's not them talking to okay, each other. Good. But I think what, um, whatever the fuck her name is, the the assistant or the the vice president is talking about like restricting COVID. And stuff like that, and restricting oh, numbers, right, right, right. taking that out of context for Donald Trump, who's like probably been kicked out of something, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna come." come. <laughs> and it's it's been the the central pillar of my Exist. sense of humor and existence pretty much for too long, too long now, months, almost up to a year. I'm pretty sure my nickname in one of the band group chats is something related to not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Can you can you type? I know my video. I know like an OG. Like I will share this once a year with my best friend. Classic. So um, search up. Um, just go. I don't know meme. 
please, please, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the third one, the third one. The third one? <laughs> Beautiful. Here we go. Oh, my God, it's going to be overwhelming if this is not the right one. That's it. That's literally it. That's it? Yeah, but like the literally why that's so quintessential How to me is that it literally, no, <laughs> it's not the right one. It like zooms into his face like, oh, I don't know. It's so stupid. None of you would get it, but it was just so funny to 15-year-old me. Do they? But it's still funny to me. I don't do know. they play it in like half speed? Yeah, literally. Let's, there you go. Let's just Here we go. This is going to sound great. Oh, God. Oh, God. Everything went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really do think you're alone there, Russ. I'll be honest with you. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Well, okay, this just the reclaim one. Go dog sneeze explosion. Oh, uh, I this know is, this I, yeah, one, but it's I'm literally sure the yeah, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Holy fuck. So fucking loud. Oh, <laughs> that's brilliant. That's a classic. I'm trying to find a video oh. that sums up my humor. I think this, it's of a toy that I found at Myers. Oh, and I'll put yeah. it here when I play it. What the fuck? <laughs> It sounds like it's low on batteries. No, it's literally... So, the the toy is called Gotta Go (laughs) Turtle. What the fuck? And it's literally... Does it just go? Does it just run away? It's a turtle on a toilet. And the the thing is, you say, feed me, I do a magic poo. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I repeat what you say. And you just press the button to try it and she'll sing that is so stupid it'll repeat will it repeat oh, right yeah. oh gotta go oh, oh gotta I'm go. gonna come <laughs> I'm gonna come I'm gonna so come oh, I literally god. I saw that at Myers and I was like oh my god can't get enough no, right. but to be fair in terms of like videos it's like literally any of those like two million meme compilations like obscure oh, dude that's honest the vine could, shit yeah. like oh, the old yeah, school classic, vine classic vines that woke my dad up from a Coma. <laughs> uh, if you could meet any comic, dead or alive, who would it be? Robin Williams. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. He like transcends comic, doesn't he? Like yeah. he's like, oh, yeah. Well done. That's I don't have Enough to said. Say. I don't have to elaborate. Look, I have to say Crystalia because I fucking mm. love him. And I now that he's entered this, you know, very unfortunate series of events that are, you know, it's his fault and he's admitted to it and and all the rest of it, um, I would love to sit down with him now mm-hmm. and sort of just have a one-on-one chat. Mm. It's, it will never happen, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's it would be incredible to just peer into the mind of someone who was so close to a list, yeah. you know what I mean? And And he was signing on for movies and TV shows and they had to pull the whole TV show because he was associated with it. It was yeah. like a main character in it and all these allegations came out. And it just plummeted him. So mm-hmm. it was kind of hard to watch, man, because I fucking loved him. And, yeah. you know, where he's merch and all the rest of it. And We both then, do. Then all of a sudden it was like, oh, you've gone and done that. That's pretty, you know. <laughs> and now he's kind of on this redemption arc anime style, you know what I mean? And he's kind of, <laughs> he's on the he's on the up and up. So And um, he's so, he's so, like, 
it's nice to see where he's at. Like it's just yeah. it, you can like watch him fondly from a distance and be like, wow, he's becoming a father and like he's obsessed with his kid. Yeah, he's but very also, family man at he, the moment. He, yeah, yeah, but also beautiful. he's so like he roasts the shit out of his family himself. <laughs> yeah. Like and they roast the shit out of him. Like I would just love to sit at their dinner table. I was, gonna, I was just about to say having dinner with them yeah. would be fucking incredible. Yeah. Um <laughs> but that would that would be mine like drop of a hat guess. Um second one would probably be like Eddie Murphy in his prime. like comedy prime, stand up mm -hmm. prime would just be an outrageous conversation. Yeah. Could you imagine just he 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 got away with everything because at that time he could. You imagine what he said when the fucking cameras weren't on? <laughs> and it was just you and him at like fucking his mansion in Hollywood. But also like he's he's so like rich now, but at one point he was like so filthy rich that like if he told someone to like lick his shoe, like people would like have you have you seen the video where him and Michael Jackson are up on stage and Michael uh -huh. Jackson goes, Eddie, yeah, can you Eddie, Eddie, Eddie could you get that for yeah. me? And and he's, he's like, like Motherfucker, I almost did it. Like, <laughs> this dude's white and all of a sudden he's bossing me around. Yes, my shit. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Brilliant, dude. So it's so funny because, like, Michael Jackson was, like, friends with a lot of comedians. Like, Chris Tucker was, like, his best friend. Mm. Yeah, that's right. And um, the jokes that they tell about Michael are just hilarious. And, like, there's, um, like, for instance, Chris Tucker in Rush Hour 2, yeah. I think. He does like a whole routine dancing to oh, one of Michael Jackson's songs. Beautiful. Love that. And the skit behind the scenes was Michael Jackson gave him a call and said, like, hey, Chris, I saw your movie. I thought it was really good, but I just wanted to let you know you're kicking with the wrong leg. Because you know that whole kick where he does like, woo, and he yeah, like, yeah, kicks yeah. the leg to the side? He kicks with the wrong leg and like Michael held that against him for like the rest of his life. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and Chris tells that story all the time now. Beautiful. It's such a that's that would be such an awesome memory to have. Mm. Uh, I think for me, in terms of comic I went to meet, it's actually a new one I haven't mentioned yet. Um Russell Howard. Russell Howard. Yeah, yeah. he's the uh British comedian that does the I don't know the name, I forgot the name of the show, but he does like a It's a, like um good good, good news good story. News yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically it's like news of the week, but like just better. Only only the good <laughs> shit. Only funnier. <laughs> he Russell Russell Howard has been like uh, I would probably say like a, one of the godsends over the last couple of years. Like there was a time even I think the late uni even that I just binged some of these episodes oh, yeah. because it was just such a like it was just so wholesome. Get so funny, bring you to tears. It's just like the show that I needed. Like it was my comfort show, mm. and it was like because he's in essence some form of a talk show, but also with news and like it was like an all in one for me. And like because he seems so relatable, I love co comedians that are not afraid to just laugh at their own jokes while they're doing. They know it's yeah. unprofessional, but it's like yeah. if you're gonna find yourself funny, you're gonna find yourself funny. You know what I mean? I'm fucking so. hilarious. Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> like love when it. he's telling a joke, he goes, <laughs> like, "You can yeah. do that." That, that like. It. I think one uh, that's why I relate to him the most in terms of like I would love to sit down and meet with him because he feel like I would just be with a mate and he would just make me laugh as a mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I love at the, like always at the end of that, I'm pretty sure it was called Good News Week. Mm. Um, he would always end it on this really nice, sweet end note that was like, and even though all this shit's happening right now, we're alive. We're doing this and we, you know, we get to live and all the rest of it. And he would always end it on, 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 on a really high note. Mm. Um, Whereas if you watch news in general, you're always left 
after even after reading just a quick little summary of like COVID numbers. And at the bottom, at the like at the bottom of the thing, they're like, and it looks like we could potentially be going into another lockdown again. Are you ready for lockdown six Are you ready? And you're like, motherfucker, but- we're down in cases. Yeah. Can you stop? Yeah, please. Is he the one that um had that bit where people thought he was Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah, yes, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> so good, Russell. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, it's my turn. Good, good, good. Back around. Gosh, we've hit. Uh, only one of mine have been picked. Ooh, that's a big one. Um, it's Friday night after a long week of work. Um, you fire up Netflix and search for your go-to comedy movie. What is it? Great question. Go-to comedy movie. Um, at one point it was White Chicks. Oh, that's <laughs> oh my god, that's classic. At that's one perfect. point, the Wayne Brothers are <laughs> yeah. awesome. But I feel like I've evolved comedy movie. I think I elevate to more like comedy like cross genre so for me it'd be like i don't know nice guys have you seen that ryan yeah, gosling yeah, yeah. like i was love russell crowe russell crowe yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a shane black movie excellent movie by the way but it's yeah. one of those things where like i like i don't like comedy movies like i watch rom-coms like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. but yeah. like i like it when it's got a serious note to it it's a drama or it's yeah. like an action because then it just it elevates everything because you get again all in one right so yeah like nice guys Fair i'll enough. probably be that mm-hmm. do you do you have one babe I have a few. Rush Hour 3. Oh, yeah. That's because that scene in the, is it the dojo? Where he's like, <laughs> you, me, everybody's ass around here. Him. And it's like, just the, per- like, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, the combination, because Jackie Chan was such a serious, and he went into comedy, and he did comedy so well with the whole, like, his own stunts and all the action and stuff. So Rush Hour 3 is just I used to I used to know that like enticing off by heart. I know yeah, it literally. off by heart. I think Love Scott and I watched it. it. <laughs> Scott and I watched it and I think by the end of it he's like, I don't want to watch this yeah, I had with to, you I, ever again. I think like we got to the <laughs> end and I was like, Do you want to read the credits to me? Like <laughs> what the fuck? I could have watched this movie blindfolded and I would have been able to envision everything. You know what I mean? Like fucking daredevil. Um <laughs> But also uh, not just movie, um, I think comedy show in general, um, Parks and Recs, which we're it's, watching now, oh, is just yeah. fucking hilarious. And I like those. It's like it's the same as The Office. Like there's no laugh track. So it's like genuine satire that you can actually laugh and relate to on like on your own terms. It's not like you're forced to laugh with the laugh tracks like Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Parks and Recs. And then the other one was – what's the other one? Um if you say community, I'm going to punch you. No. Because that's mine. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's a really yeah, good one. I can't yeah, yeah. the other one, though. Oh, um, Ricky Gervais did a show called... Afterlife. No, not oh. Afterlife. No, that's, that's what I want to cry. That's a new one. I, yeah. I do want to cry. Um, no, he it, did An Idiot Abroad. Oh. Where he oh sent... Oh, my God. So yeah. it's him <laughs> and, like, two other British comedians, and they basically send this one, like, really... Negative Nelly of a yes. comedian all around the world, and he just has a miserable time. Like, Love it. has like it's so funny because he goes shark diving in Australia, and in, on the boat there's like a little toilet, and people had like signed what they thought of the trip, um, and someone had wrote this trip was sick, and he goes, yeah, it fucking was sick. It's terrible. It just just makes you hurt in your stomach, doesn't it? <laughs> Whereas, like in Australia, if someone says something sick, it means like it's fucking Great, awesome. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> so good. Was it like I, I know the guy like because it was like 
this built off the success of like a one, two popular videos of that guy. And yes. they turned it into a series. They turned right? it into like, I think three seasons. I watched it hardcore when I was a teenager, when I was like super depressed. And it literally pulled me out of like every dark corner that I was ever in as a teenager. Yeah, no, for sure, for out sure. of the t- depths of Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, dude. Don't say that word. <laughs> but your horrible. answer is community because that's a freaking great answer. So good. My, that's my, like my, my show would be, yeah, yeah. My show would be community. I mean, it's got Donald Glover in it. You know what I mean? And, and it's just, yeah, especially the first, I think, five seasons. It's just, you could watch any episode and you would at least get a chuckle out of it, you know? Um, even the, the the serious episodes, you'd be, you'd, you know, you'd be kind of at least laughing. But uh, mm-hmm. I think my movie, if I'm looking to just fucking laugh all the way through, it's either it's either Step Brothers or Anchorman. Oh, my God. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Step Brothers. Yeah. Did you touch my drum kit? It's just perfect. <laughs> Like, even though we could probably, all three of us could, um, like, recite the entire movie quote for quote, it's just, I don't know, it's just funny every time. And Will Ferrell, he's just funny. Like Anchorman especially. He's just, everywhere he goes, he's just hilarious. I always, I don't know why, but I always forget Paul Rudd's in that fucking movie. Yeah. (laughs) Every time I forget, I'm like, motherfucker. Step Brothers or Anchorman? Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just always forget that he's in it. And then and then he comes up with these fucking um um cologne that's like sixty yeah. percent of the time. And I'm like, that's right, this motherfucker. Anyway, uh that would be mine. All right. We got three more. Three. So, three more. Making good time. All right. So what do you think what do you think some comedians find it hard to be happy? Okay. Why? Sorry, why do you think some comedians find it hard to be happy with themselves when their whole careers are dedicated to making others laugh? Oof. Or be happy. I know. Is this, is this like inspired Damn, that's like, Robin Williams? That's heavy. Yeah. That's not just Robin Williams. Mm. The rates of depression in comedians is significantly high. So I, I follow um, Mike Falzone, who's a comedian in LA. And then obviously I follow the other fucking comedians as well. And man, it's got to be like a couple times a year where they're like, hey, also um, shout out to the family of this LA comedian who took his life Mm. you know um i was just re-listening to dynamic banter with them and the um yeah another episode came up where it was like and this comedian also um took his life last week and Mm. we're all recovering from it it's it's way more common especially in that sort of come up in la like you know just absolute nose to the grindstone yeah um environment that i think just tears it out of them i think i think it's less about them being happy with themselves and more about the environment of stand-up. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's like f- from what we hear from, from from what I hear at least from the comedians I follow, it's brutal. Like the lifestyle once you make it is fantastic, yeah. you know, but you, you're always reinventing yourself. You do these crappy fucking 20, 20 people shows, you burn these jokes all around the country and then you've got to reinvent yourself again. Yeah. You know, because just in case that one person who's kind of a fan of you, who loves your work, hears you do the same set again. You know what I mean? And and rather than you burning an entire hour's worth of specials, mm-hmm. um, uh, like special material, you're like updating your jokes mm-hmm. weekly, monthly, yearly, yeah. like, sorry, other way around, like daily almost, like to just to try and reinvent yourself and have that joke that breaks and, it's 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 a very cut tooth culture but it's like anything when you when you're in that space you know singing and and acting and all the rest of it like it's 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 not just limited to comedy but 
it's I think just, it's not talked about much in comedy. It's it's far more yeah. melancholy because you're like, well, that person made everyone laugh. Why couldn't they make themselves laugh? Yeah. And yeah. Like Robin Williams being the prime example. Mm. Someone who just looked so happy at all times and had a fantastic career and and even even in serious movies like like one hour photo, like he was just so brilliant mm-hmm. in in everything he did. And yet, you know, he was kind of taken away from us too early, which is mm. very sad. I think my, one of my favorite like Robin Williams stories, it's like probably the most popular one as well. It's the goodwill hunting story where he's telling the the joke about his wife. It was like impromptu, but it was so funny. It mm-hmm. made the cameraman laugh and mm-hmm. it's kept in the movie, the camera shaking because the cameraman's oh, really? laughing. That's and that's like, I that's that. some, oh, you go back and watch again. that scene. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Like, like the part where he tells like, you know, she fought her in her sleep. Like at that point where Matt Damon's like cracking up because he just didn't expect it. Yeah. But just in that moment, just the camera just shakes a little bit. And it's just quintessentially sums up who Beautiful. Robin Williams was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think my answer for that, and I think this is the first thing that came to mind, it's the only way I can answer it. So like as someone that's been like gone through, everyone's gone through hard stuff. But me in particular, when I was younger, I was just always eager to make people laugh or to think positively or positively of me. Mm-hmm. And in a way, that was just how like making people laugh or making sure they're enjoying my presence was a way to like cope with it even, although it was like an outlet. But then at the same time, it was just kind of like self-deprecating. And that's that's probably the way I interpret that question. I think mm-hmm. it's just like, I always used to take it in such a self-deprecating way to people laugh at my expense, but this is more comedians. Though. Yeah, more like comedians overall. Level. But yeah. like, yeah. That's, that's the only way I get to relate because I, I just imagine just like these people that who, anyone that entertains people, they put out a persona of themselves, but mm. often not. They are going through their own things, but it's masked by the fact they are entertainers. But I, I get, yeah. I get that to a certain extent. I think um, in comedians and cars, they talk like a lot of the comedians talk about the shittest thing about their job is they're walking down the street and someone comes up to them and they're like, "Hey, you're that really funny guy. Tell me a joke." And they're like, "Dude, I'm like just here enjoying my time, my day." Yeah. And people will start abusing the shit out of them, saying like your shit, you're, you probably have someone writing for you. Like it's that constant need to provide the comedy mm. that mm. I think it, it's like people at the end of the day, like there are people pleasers and there are people who like are able to give light to some people, but then also like are not meant to be giving it 24 hours a day, which I think is the expectation put on comedians. And that's why I think like the biggest, the biggest shock is like, when you hear about a comedian being depressed or not feeling adequate or having issues in their personal life because you're like, oh, well, they're funny. Like they must have everything figured out. But it's always like the loudest person in the room is usually the most unhappiest. Like, Mm. And it's definitely true for some comedians. Like Robin Williams, Owen Wilson is one. He he had a suicide attempt that failed. Oh, really? Owen Wilson? Yeah. Right before he was – or I think it was in the middle of his up – like coming up, I think when he did Cars or something like that around that time – was when he did his suicide attempt and like thank god he survived because then we yeah. got all these amazing movies following but he was extremely unhappy because people thought he had to be happy 24 hours a day his life was falling apart behind mm. the scenes like because you spend so much time trying to please others because that's what's expected of you of this role when really like you don't have the time to deal with yourselves and that's why a lot of them are on like substances and they're not sleeping like crystalia says always in his podcast he's like it's so hard to come down after a show that you have to stay up. You've got to keep going. And you yeah. have to keep going. More to the point of what you said before, 
fuck people who go up to like musicians and comedians and be like, tell us a joke. Yeah. Because it's who like, does that? Horrible. Like, that's so but, weird. But like, fuck you for thinking that that person's going to do their profession for free for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? That person gets paid mm-hmm. to sing, to, you know, make people laugh, to tell jokes or to do whatever or, or to act or do an impression. So what the fuck makes you think that mm. this comedian's going to be like, <laughs> knock, knock, when you're not paying them? Yeah. Mm. Like that's a professional right there. That's 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 fucked up. It happens though. Did happens someone put to- extra? Yes, Just I put I put oh, one extra. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tell us a joke now. That was that one. Okay. Um but yeah, no, it's it's just to trail that off, it mm-hmm. it, it happens to like musicians as well. Even yeah. even people like the second I say, Oh, I'm a singer, they go, Oh, sing. Yeah. They're like, dude, I have to warm up. Yeah. I have to do everything. Like Luke, one of the one of the guys I work with, um, the second he says he was in this particular band. People go, oh fuck! Oh, you you're in that band. Play their song, and he's like, with fucking what? Sure, let me pull a guitar out of my ass. No, no, no. <laughs> like... He's the drummer. Oh, <laughs> even better. Wait for the drum kit. <laughs> it's like it's it it's dream on dreamer. He's fucking incredible, and mm. and and this this Aussie band's fucking incredible. But like the second people, the second you say you do something a little bit against the grain, and obviously it's at a higher level once you're a comedian. It's almost expected of you to perform on the spot. It's mm. fucked up. I think it happens to everyone though. Like doctors, especially doctors and nurses. Someone comes, hey, can you look at this lump? That's like, yeah, hundred percent. Like, come to my office and see me within work hours. I'm yeah. here having fun with my family. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna happen so much. I get it now. My mom's like, oh, I have a blood pressure of this, and these are my symptoms. What does it mean? I'm like. I don't know. Go see your doctor. I'm not qualified to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. You have fucking hypertrophy. I don't know. It's wait 10 years. Okay. <laughs> your favorite all-time comedic duos and your least favorite. That's I have many least favorites. Yeah. One that I watched recently, I fucking hated it, uh, was The Rock oh. and fucking... Uh, Ryan, what's his face? Holy shit! Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, the Rock and anyone. Red Notice. Really, Red Notice. I mean, Rock's really the Rock and anyone. And any, I think he went downhill once he started getting into the Fast and Furious franchises. Like, not not a big fan. He's just not funny. (laughs) He's cringe. (laughs) And like him and the Kevin Hart thing. Like, I think that is the one thing that. Every time I see any interaction between the two of them online, I'm like, ugh, like, unfollow. Is it because it's like, don't so, show me this like, again. Why are you looking at The snitch? only good rock movie. Yes. After, sorry. So this, this goes back to 2013 is Snitch. And it's the movie where he's a trucker, John Bernthal's in it as well. And his son gets tied up in a drug deal and he ends up becoming a snitch for the cops to try and get this massive cartel ring into the States. Mm-hmm. So it's they're on their soil so they can arrest them and put them away. That's hands down the best rock movie, in my opinion. Um, and maybe, just maybe, Hercules in 2016, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Hercules was good. I've seen a lot of that. rock movies. I've seen, you know, Skyscraper. Yeah, that yeah. was me to watch that. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think that movie, after watching that, and like Jumanji and stuff, like this is like... I, I consider Rock like one of the cla- like golden men of Hollywood in the sense of like you don't get many people like him anymore. Like back in the 40s and 50s, you had golden men and women that like had like 20 films a year or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Just like household names. And The Rock in a way is like that because even in his worst movies, he's still the best part about it. 
Do you know what I mean? And I think, especially with like after seeing Skyscraper, a movie that clearly like, it's just like, oh, it's another rock movie. Yeah. But after seeing it, I was just like, this guy can make, like, it's just a good film. Like there's nothing else to say really negatively. I just, you know what I mean? Is there a jungle in, uh, <laughs> in Skyscraper? Can I be? <laughs> no, he's, um, when he started out in like coming out in kids movies, like the tooth fairy. And then <laughs> there was one where he did where like he has, he was like a big NFL star. And um, I can't remember what the movie's called, but like he has a secret daughter that he never knew about. And she's like, just dropped off on his doorstep. Like, have you ever seen that? I no. think I know what you're referring to. Oh, yeah. The rock in a tutu is like my favorite thing of all time though. Um, <laughs> in terms of best, I have so many Jackie Chan. Yeah. And like that's Chris the Tucker, obviously yeah. Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley. Perfect. Um, fucking Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh okay. my god, they did mean they created Mean Girls. Um, I'm pretty sure they're the brains behind Parks and Rec. Yep. Like, obviously, female comedians on the up and up. Um, <laughs> so it has to be Owen Wilson, Ben Stiller for for sure, right? Uh, Owen I, Wilson and Jackie Chan. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, in what? In what? Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan yeah. in Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Nights. Not you don't even know the name of the fucking movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen Shanghai Nights on Noon. Those are like no. before, like before or around the time of Rush Hour. These were like pinnacle um, Jackie Chan films. Like brought him to the West. Not there, Shanghai Nights. Click on the poster. You've never seen this. No, no, you that. are in for. a bloody treat like this is like don't I, hype it up in no, case no, it's but like, very I don't disappointing hype it up. i'm just saying like if you enjoy rush out this is the same thing in my head because these were just classic it would come on 7 p.m on a friday once every six months it was yeah, just right. jackie chan peak and it's i'm so surprised you've never heard of this film no Never, never heard of it. No. Okay, just put it on your list. I mean, maybe, maybe I am setting the expectations too high, but like, it's just of the era. It's like rush hour in that sense. Mm. Okay. Eighty-nine percent Google reviews, but interesting over here. Yeah. No, I think. Um, <laughs> I like it's look, good. I'm on the fence about ben, ben Stiller and Owen Wilson together. They're really good, but I hate Ben Stiller on his own. I don't know what it is. I just don't think <sighs> he's fair. funny without Owen Wilson. Like, Night at the Museum yeah. was like peak of their like. Duo-ness. <laughs> that was kind of a Ben Stiller movie, though. It, it, it was yeah, just like, like a cameo of. of um, but that's usually like how, how it is. It works. In, yeah, in, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, whereas like the duos that are really pushing them together, like um, Kevin Hart and The Rock, but also Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum, like they were oh, really yeah. trying to <laughs> push was... these duos together. And it's like, yeah. dude, who, like they tried to do Zac Efron and Dave Franco. And I was like, that doesn't work. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Daddy Grandpa, who's that? Robert De Niro and Zac Efron. Ah, oh, yeah, that's right. I've never seen it, but like that's yeah. a pairing. Yeah. Was like, what? What was the movie where they where they're neighbors with Zac Efron? Was oh, that, was it's that, like um, the fr- Vince, they... Vince Vaughn or something like that. Uh, that, movie? Is that Vince Vaughn? No, Vince Vaughn. It was oh my god, uh, Joe Bro- no, Joe Rogan. Oh my god, Joe what's his name? Oh my god, know. you know the guy I'm talking about, right? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson together, amazing. Oh yeah, Vince. Oh yeah, the the internship. Yeah, what's the that? Internship. Really? What used to be one of my favorites. That was wedding brilliant. crashes. Oh my wedding god, wedding crashes is fucking hilarious. But also Vince Vaughn, like his character in the holiday or four holidays or whatever it is with Reese Witherspoon, wedding, yeah. so good. And also him, Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston comedy yeah. duo was really good as well. Yeah, right. 
I think uh, comedy actors also make extremely great, like great dramatic actors. Because a lot oh, of them have yeah, peaked into... Yeah. But same with Ben still, like he's an excellent director as well. So it's like, it's so funny. Like these people that were in our heads are like, yeah, they're really good. And like, they're funny, hilarious, but they're like, they're like extremely good, like dramatic actors and stuff as well. I think a Ben still movie you need to see to change your mind is... What was it? The something life of... A oh, life of Walter Mitty. The, the secret one. life of Walter Mitty. I... Beautiful. I haven't seen it. Like... <gasps> Hands down, his best movie. Um, hello, we haven't mentioned the comedian of all comedians, Jim Carrey. Oh, oh dude, my god! How did we miss him? There's going to be him. so many that we miss that people. Oh, Jim two, Carrey, two people. Jim Carrey, like yeah. the Truman Show was so good. That the Mask. Brilliant. Um, what else is oh, dude, We can see everything. Can't list. <laughs> Are you guys so really good. not going to list Ace Ventura? Ace Ventura, oh, fucking yeah. loved Ace Ventura. We yes, would always man. watch it in school. Like we'd force a teacher to play it at school, like <laughs> during like end of year classes or whatever. We're gonna watch an educational movie. No, you're not. Ace Ventura. <laughs> uh, we literally watched it in religion. Like the religion teacher was like, well, okay, so like we can finish up with either like my movie selections or someone can bring a movie. And someone's like, let's do Ace Ventura. And then we're like, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind? Oh, that's one I have to watch. You, that's, I've been meaning to watch that. If since you enjoy I, the Secret Line of Walter Mitty, you'll yeah. kind of enjoy the vibe of it. It is. Yeah. I did essays on that movie in high school. Like that was like a. Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Anyway, gotta watch it. Anyway. Oh, last lucky one. last. <laughs> um, oh, you guys didn't le- like list I, your least I favorite. I don't have. I don't have. It's hard any, to like. Yeah. I like I like to laugh. Rock and Kevin. What? <laughs> okay, this is a bit of a serious one. I sort of touching it throughout the podcast, but um, what is your opinion? On cancel culture and comedy, on their relationship, I guess. Mm. Um, this is this is a interesting one for me. I I as long as it's delivered in something that's actually funny, I'll laugh at it. Mm. Like there's not many things that be like, oh, you shouldn't have said that. Like I'll never really do that for mm. any comedian because then it's just hypocritical. Because I laugh at shit that you know I'll go to hell for. Yeah. So yeah. I think for me, I think my opinion on the cancel culture, I think it's just it's. It's very simple. If it's not for you, it's just not for you. No one's asking yeah. you to go pay $20 to mm. send this or click on that video and watch this. No one's asking you to laugh at it. If you mm. don't want to laugh at it, just go. And mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah, me simply put with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a fine line, obviously, that comedians walk constantly between like, you know, risque comedy and like you walk the line of being 100% cancelled. Like fucking the Kramer actor. Yeah, dude. He, he was right, right over? over that line. He was over in one night. Yeah. That's all it took. What did he do? He okay. literally said the N word so to the a person in the crowd while stage. doing like stand up. And he started just pointing fingers and insulting people. But like Michael Richards. Not in a fu- obviously like, not in a funny way. No. Yeah. He just yeah. went downhill like instantly. Few too many to drink. Um yeah. but yeah, he he basically before cancel culture was even a thing, he was fucking getting absolutely lynched by everyone on the internet, right? Um, but that's the risk you take as a comedian who, you know, I mean, he was out of line, absolutely, yeah. for saying mm-hmm. what he said. Um, but even, like, the fucking, um, the witch hunt for Joe Rogan, you know, uh, dropping yeah. dropping the 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 end bomb in context, but taken out of context, yeah. still not, obviously not, not okay. okay. You can't yeah. just drop that word. Uh, when you don't, when you haven't really like earned the right of that yeah. kind of makes sense. It's mm. definitely a word that it's unlike any other fucking word, and everyone's mm-hmm. talked about this. It's you know, you can only be a certain race if you want to say it, sort of thing. But it's it's you know, this the whole line of race 
and you know that like slight racism that slight bit of sexism and and all these things that make jokes funny is also like one hair over and you're fucking done, done. yeah you know and some comedians throw the fucking rock over the line and some of them just tap their toe over either way you're done yeah and it's uh i mean they kind of unfortunately they go fucking hand in hand yeah you know they came for chris D'Elia, fair enough they came for obviously Kramer, fair enough. And then, but there's there's probably and obviously been others as well that you know have been written out of their tours and all the rest of it because they said one thing on Twitter. Yeah. You know, and and the mob comes for a man, and once the mob speaks at the moment, that's it. Yeah, I like my overall perception of cancel culture. Like, I think it's very toxic, and I think people take it too far. The good thing about comedy is you can take it to an, a certain extent, and like the good comedians, the ones that understand what their position is and what their power is will stay well within the confines of what they can say and what they have the right to say. It's those that step out that I feel like, yes, they should be judged for, but I don't, I don't believe in like censoring yourself for the sake of like making sure everyone is happy. Like no matter what people say, there's always going to be a group of people that are unhappy. Mm. As long as you're not intentionally trying to offend people, that's when you're doing your job right. Mm. And I think a lot of comedians have a really good way of sticking to that. Um, and I think uh, it's it's a shame to see a lot of comedians like just pushing the boundaries and being like, well, fuck you, you're a, you know, whatever to people in the crowd. Like I think when they take it from like their rehearsed material to like actually pointing people out and like insulting them and mm. like, I mean, you know, questioning relationships whatever like oh are you boyfriend girlfriend like oh no we're just here on a date it's like why why haven't you proposed kind of thing like that's okay but when you go as far as saying and offending people yeah like, i think yeah absolutely be when you're heckling accountable. back the crowd and it's done in a, te- in a way to have fun that's mm. very different to than yeah. insulting yeah. someone right but overall i think cancel culture like it's been taken too far out of context to the point where people are like oh probably shouldn't say that don't want to get cancelled and it's yeah. like you can you can say things, but just mm. don't be malicious about it. But it's it's to the point where like something that someone said ten years ago, when it was far less, when like Twitter and stuff like that was yeah. far less constricted by these very tight rules and confines and these sort of like social uh, contracts that we all have. Mm. Nothing has been said. It's just you just know not to say these things. Someone digs up something from fucking ten years ago. That would have been fine 10 years ago. But now in the current context of everything that's happening at the moment, motherfucker, that's it. You're done. James yeah. Gunn's a like, prime example. Yeah, absolutely. But also prime example of the kind of up, not upside, but the reverse of that where he came back. And yeah. people like, dude, it's James Gunn. Bring it back. Like it's, it's just a yeah. mistake from 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, so goes everyone, everyone makes mistakes, man. Everyone yeah. makes mistakes. I mean, look at Danny DeVito. He made such a good comeback. Mm. What was Danny DeVito's thing? Oh, I don't know. I think he got into like a um, rager or something on some people and like attacked mm. someone and like he wasn't in anything for ages. And then all of a sudden like he was getting put in music videos and then he was like became appearing on shows <laughs> and he became a meme again. But also like Danny DeVito, he's just, he's Danny DeVito. Yeah. Also one of the best fucking redemption arcs and comeback stories is fucking Robert Danny Jr. Oh, oh well. yeah. How incredible oh, like, was that? Even though, oh, like, yeah. he's funny, but he's not, like, known for being a comedian. But, yeah, like, just someone who was a piece of shit, really, you know, and probably even he would admit that, but is now this symbol of, you know, this symbol of hope for kids and stuff like yeah. that. You know, when I grow up, I want to be like Iron Man. Like, it's just, yeah, it's incredible. You can either get swallowed up by it and make the, the big mistakes, such as Kramer did, and then 
kind of just let it ruin you, I guess. Mm. Like you don't have a choice yeah. when it's that bad. But I think as well, like it's a generational thing. Like you, you just like I don't know if you guys have seen, but like Whoopi Goldberg, like she's a comedian actor. Oh, yeah. She's now on TV. She just kind of like played the Holocaust off as if it wasn't a race I thing. I remember this. Yeah, she was like the Holocaust wasn't about race, and it was kind of like but also like don't compare what black people are going like currently going through in america to mm. what a whole like a genocide Side was is. because that was about race like you know yeah. it's all it's always going to be about that shit like mm. yeah so i think it's a general like that generation as well like they kind of struggle with mm. identifying like this is what you can say now this is what you can't say and i think they're really paying the price right now because like literally no one knows who michael richards is anymore yeah, yeah, no shit. They just know him as the Kramer guy. Oh, the Kramer guy. Even yeah. then, if they Even haven't me, seen Seinfeld, they, they wouldn't know, know what, he where is. he's what he's from. Yeah, I think I think also another core problem with it is that like there doesn't it doesn't the culture doesn't allow for a path of redemption. Mm. It only allows for to push a person to one side or the other. There's no like you can come back for like it's not like the first thing that comes to mind. There's no like, do you know what I mean? Like there needs to be an avenue where you're like if you're just gonna cancel someone. You're not. You're just gonna push them either to the wrong people, or like you're just not gonna allow them to have redemption because that's the whole. Mm. I don't know. It just takes if, away from the purpose. If they the, really fuck up, yeah. Such yeah. As, I mean, yeah. You know, then yeah. good, you know. But when it's when it's someone who said something ten years ago, like it's it, it's basically you have. They just have to wait out the PR. You know, mm. they just have to wait out the bad news. They have to wait out the fucking. The way Crystalia handled his. It's you just gotta was wait. Really good. Same with um. Uh, Brendan, the fucking he's he's co-host and shit. It's like yeah. you know, you just you just wait it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whereas I don't think Michael Richards ever apologized. He didn't. He didn't get a chance. No, nah. I don't think. <laughs> well, not even that. Like I think TMZ caught him out and they said, "Oh, are you gonna apologize?" He's like, "I'm not sorry for anything that I've ever done." Oh god, damn. Okay, like he he's like the grave. he take the, he took the ignorant route. Like yeah. Ugh. at anyway. least. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Like the sixth thing on there. <laughs> Where? The, oh, the, the the racist thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> did not know about this, but so but anyway. <laughs> oh, it's worth thirty million. <laughs> <laughs> Racism pays. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> uh, worked for. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to say oh, that. I do. <laughs> going to hell. Going to hell. Going to hell. Uh, that was a joke. Um, what joke? So, I didn't, didn't hear what you don't said. Don't cancel That's good. us. Yeah. Don't. don't <laughs> um, all right. So moving forward, uh, there is going to be one more episode of topical punch uh and it will finally feature lucky interest after all this time um but i mean for the foreseeable future tpp will kind of cease for a, for a we're taking a break hiatus yeah it's okay. a it's a break yeah hiatus. we've all got everything going on we're all fucking busy um and while this was an incredible uh escape for an hour from everything that was going on during the lockdowns when we all had absolutely nothing to do. Now we have absolutely everything to do. Mm -hmm. um, so technically this is for now, Russ's last episode. Any, <laughs> any, any parting words? Um, parting words. Um, Jesus, you put me on the no, spot. No, all right. No, it's just a parting words. just, I think this entire experience has been, I think in retrospect now, I don't think I could have had the same experience or like survived the last year and a half the way I did mm. if it wasn't 
for the podcast for all the ups and downs as well mm. and i think it's it's weird i was thinking about this the other day i'm just like this is a big part of me that you know as i got busier when you reflect on it it's just like damn yeah i actually are taking a break we are taking a hiatus so it sucks no parting words other than i love you guys so likewise yeah. I think, uh, I mean, I, I'll probably share mine uh, in the in Lockie's episode, but mm-hmm. um, obviously, it's been it's been fun. It's it's been the most fun. It's just unfortunate that uh, running a podcast does take a lot of time. Yeah, from and we're doing us. it all ourselves. We're doing it all ourselves. Everything, nothing's outsourced. Everything is, you know, even as far as, you know, like it's just everything. Everything you see like that is done with the podcast is done with us so it's very strenuous but it doesn't mean like i mean we're still gonna have like i said previous episodes we're still gonna have um the glanthian lines bonus episodes up on youtube YouTube, so that's in the process um and we'll be social or on social so Posting, reposting, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're so. not like deleting everything. No. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go no. wipe we it will be, like, I, <laughs> we'll I don't here. think that this is going to be like goodbye forever. Like yeah, we will no, come exactly. back to it once yeah. we figure out. It's just we have a lot currently in our calendars and yeah. I think it's um, it, it's it's time to figure out how we're going to schedule everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, Anna and I will see you guys uh, in Locking Tristan's episode. Um, next fortnight. Yeah. I'll see you guys in the comment section. I'll be still there making memes. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> Have a good one. And Bye. we love you and we'll see you next time. Bye.